0: podcast like a motherfucker so welcome to Time podcast episode number
1: 65 part 11
0: honestly i have no idea <laughs> on this episode we're gonna talk about our last round game of the Smith F Invitational which at least for me happened just before Christmas I think it was on Christmas Eve I was playing um, and yeah we have decided not to cover the balance patches and the koE book because there's been a lot of um, a lot of stuff going around about it there's so much stuff going on that we're just gonna wait until it all settles to do yeah. some reviews and stuff like that.
1: Specifically actually playing against it. Like, I've played... I mean, I know you've been in the process, but I've played one game uh, during the playtesting against the new carry Book, and I haven't played a single game with the new balance patch, so it's... Uh, like I don't feel like I'm very qualified to say much about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm probably not either. I, I'm part of the team, but I'm not, like, a designer. I'm not a playtester. I've played a few games against it in playtesting, um, but nothing... Nothing special, but as you will find out today, I we are going to talk about a game that I did play against Koe because that was my Smith F Invitational game. So, so I was I'm playing saying that based
1: on this result. That will be our entire view. Of, uh,
0: the <laughs> game. Yeah, I think it's pretty accurate. To be <laughs> fair, at least with the two armies involved, but let we'll get there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was playing against uh, Sir M C Two Thousand Fifteen, who is also on the Koe Test Team. Uh, one of the designers and he was supposed to be playing ogres but neither of us were in with a shot of doing anything substantial in this tournament so he said oh do you mind if i play koe and i was like yeah sure why not no worries um it was i think he's like
1: a one of the big time koe players like on the forums and stuff
0: yeah i I got the feeling that he was as well he's pretty good um yeah so it was six thousand points I had a forest plints on a, a great elk. He's a general. He's got destiny's call, silver longbow, silver blade, Titanic might, horn of the wild hunt. How did not use that the whole tournament. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Obsidian. But, Rock. I mean,
1: did you just activate it? I mean, how hard can it be?
0: We didn't charge anything hardly in the whole tournament. Ah
1: okay. Hmm. That seems counterintuitive.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't. If I did If I didn't charge anything, I didn't fail a charge. So it was just yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's a wild hunter. Uh, druid, Eagle King, Wizard and Shamanism. Silver Longbow, Silver Blaze of Hero's Heart, Talisman Shielding, Dragonfire Gem. Two units of ten Heath Hunters. Ten Huntsmen with Banner of Deception. Three Kestrel Knights, three Forest Eagles. Uh, in the sideboard, you had a Thicket Shepherd, BSB, battle Standard Bearer, Toxic Spores. Forgot about that the whole tournament. Uh, Dry Ancient adept on divination 23 dryads scoring champion five thicket beats with a champion in the last sideboard there was a shapeshifter chieftain with willows ward a hunter's honor spear and an elven cloak and light armor 16 silver archers 19 forest rangers with flaming standards musician champion six uh, sorry seven bright maidens with a champion sorry Very important. lots of stuff um in his list I don't know exactly what he had, but I can try and remember. So he had a Duke on a Hippogriff with the item that destroys my weapon, which meant basically that that I couldn't charge him with the Forest Prince or the Eagle King. Um, He had a Master on... Divination, I want to say. And maybe an adept on druidism. I think that was what he had in the magic. Uh, he had a unit of. He had a trebuchet. Or two trebuchets? One trebuchet? He had some trebuchets. I can't remember how many, but it, that was really yeah. annoying. Uh, he had a unit of the Sky Heralds. He had. I think a unit of questing knights, a unit of the great weapon, Auto, cavalry sergeant guys. Yeah,
1: the healing dudes.
0: Yeah, he had a unit of bowmen, uh, maybe a unit of, realm knights with a BSB something like that. Funeral. Uh, that's. Knights.
1: I mean, it sounds like a pretty balanced list.
0: Yeah, it was fairly balanced list. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Really have any comments on the list? Um. And this game was also a month ago, so I'm I am trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what what went on. Um, oh, we yeah, had a Fae yeah, Knight yeah. as well. Um, of the course. field one, specifically, I remember. So yeah, I think he dropped for the first turn. I count deployed how I thought it was right. It was like quite actually quite tricky to fit everything on a six thousand point. Um, yeah. Like. Uh, like army onto a, onto a standard sized table. Um, there was also like an impassable on the left on his side and a hill kind of in the middle, but more towards me. Um, so I think the crux of the game, uh, basically in his first turn, he brought on his Fey Knight, cause he, you can bring it on in the first turn, um, in the field uh, and I and I, did, I forgot that well I didn't realise that he could come on the first turn I was expecting in the second turn so he was ambushing so he could come in from the field and I was like well he's going to go first in my turn I'm just going to go stand on the field so he can't bring it in and stand there yeah. for the rest of the game and that was my plan and then he was like yeah it comes in on the first turn I was like shit Because <laughs> this field like
1: right in front of all your stuff as well? it
0: was basically a field right in front of all my stuff so he popped up <laughs> he popped up and then stood in front of my forest rangers which was really annoying because it's the he had the one which gives every every modelling base contact gets an extra attack so I was oh, like yeah. ugh okay well <laughs> he's one inch away from me and in my turn I was like well I'm, I just may have to charge him because I can't do anything else yeah. but he also like landed whether it was one trebuchet or two trebuchets I don't remember what he had but he landed a significant amount of trebuchets on my forest guard unit as well oh which uh, splattered an, a good half of them before I even got to charge him. So that also didn't go very well. Um, I think, yeah, then what else happened? Like, we were on the right side. He had his, his um, Sky Heralds flapping around, um, kind of zoning off my Huntsman and my Heath Hunters from kind of getting around his flank. And they advanced 10, which made it a little bit difficult for me. I think maybe I was a bit too cautious. I probably should have just pushed up at them, um, which I did in the end and it and it went well for me because the Heath Hunters just pewed pew, pew them off eventually. And then I think when he did charge me, um, he didn't do much damage and I managed to kill him in combat. Um, the Shapeshifter did well. Uh, it kind of like ran round the side, it killed, I think killed a Trebshe, killed the Peasant Archers, and then got killed eventually by the Hippogriff Lord. Um, I made a, like a stupid mistake. I was like chaffing him with an eagle and then fled. Because I was like, well, he can't really countercharge anything. And if he catches me, it puts it means that I can charge him with my huntsman. This was with his questing knight block with all the characters in. Um, but what I didn't see is that it opened up like a long charge to my archers. Which obviously... Um, we're kind of in the back, and he made that charge. It was like a long one, but yeah, I kind of fucked that up a bit. Um, and basically, everything died, and that's about. That's kind of that's kind of the summary of the battle. Like everything died. Uh, it didn't go very well for me. I think he won nineteen one. I think. Yeah. Wrong. The initial mistake was not understanding how the Fae Knight worked, which obviously is a learning curve and yeah. second, it's also
1: funny because you're part of the people designing the book
0: yeah yeah true but I think this is also something that we're going to change because I think it's a bit too strong that can come on, on the first turn, yeah it's turn crazy. yeah it's a little bit too yeah. too good I think so I think that will change but let's see um yeah what are the mistakes that I make um obviously as I mentioned fleeing the eagle which was chaffing the questing knights was a big mistake um yeah, but aside from that, I think he, he he played really well. Didn't make any mistakes. Oh, I also I also forgot that he had um, the bounce spell, Arision, uh, blessing of the what's it called, breath of the lady. Uh, yeah. I was like, I was like saving my dice to stop the breath of the lady, and then he cast it, and with the regular hereditary spell, so I just dispelled it with my dice, and then he had the bounce spell version that I forgot about, and that was quite important yeah, for good. a key combat. So there was a few mistakes that I made, but yeah, I think it was. I think the K O E are really strong. Actually, the new book. I think we'll see it top of a lot of tournament lists, but yeah, we'll we'll I mean, see I, how I it goes. I think so too, but uh, I think it also might be a a good thing. Like, uh, uh, I think that K O E is one of those books that if it was if it came out and it was not that good, then nobody would play it. Yeah. Yeah, I think to an extent it's okay that the books are like a little bit too strong when they come out um yeah but obviously it just needs to be reined in a bit as we as we move forwards
1: yeah definitely i mean but yeah like you there will always be some fixes and i think mostly like a lot of price changes of course like how yeah. much can you squeeze in
0: yeah exactly i think the price will with prices will probably be the how they balance it i don't think the rules yeah. are that crazy there's a few little bits here and there no. but yeah. So, like, to contrast
1: your your debacle, when I played during the playtesting, I, like, I was playing Vermin Swarm versus KOE, and it was just, like, the whole game was my uh, my Doomblade guy just, like, going into Lance nights and going, "Ha, huh, okay, wait, how many do I kill? Okay, and then overrunning them, and then going into the next one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish I could say the same, but I guess it's one of those things, like, the Vermin especially are quite swingy, like, if you can... Start the yeah. start the ball rolling, then you can keep it rolling and go through the whole line. Yeah,
1: exactly. Especially with stuff like the Doom Blade, which before had so much AP and multi wounds, like you just keep it in combat and it never dies and you skill shit.
0: So. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, how about your game?
1: Yeah. So so I I've, I've written a little fluff piece. Let's see if we can find it. <laughs> so uh, after weeks of circling each other, the armies of. Chosen Lord Matt the Crusher and Dorgus, which is Gorgus's brother, uh, <laughs> his swarm decided to quit the field amicably and sack nearby Empire towns without interfering with each other. Ten ten. <laughs> so you guys didn't play, right? <laughs> no, so so Matt, Matt had a lot of uh, real life issues going on right before Christmas. So we like rescheduled three times, and then at some point, I realized that I I should, like you know he was too polite to say I don't have time to play.
0: <laughs> and he did,
1: so I had to go like, okay, well, I think you need, you know, to solve these things. Like, we'll, we'll play sometime next year, you know?
0: Yeah, okay. Fair play. So you call it a
1: 10-10? Yeah, exactly. Like, he wanted to give me a 20, but I felt like then that would be horrible because I've, like, literally earned something like 10 points uh, this entire tournament. And I've uh, <laughs> been giving three points for shit.
0: <laughs> well... <laughs> That's just how it is. But instead, we we didn't want to leave you without one of Casimir's infamous fluff readings. So a certain person on the forum that shall not be named posted a little sneak peek of his master's list in fluff form. And we were requested uh, by a listener to read it out and do the sound effects. So Casimir, take it away.
1: The dread had spread far and wide, sailing on their ships, hiding in the mists and raiding and pillaging across the insert whatever the knife age world is called. From desert to forest and from icy tundra to tropical beach, it tro- mm. if trouble was being caused, then surely some pointy-eared buff was behind it. <laughs> Apart from Tim and Tom, boy were they bored. Tim and Tom lived in the mm. royal palace, dreaming of pillaging across the world. Dreams of riches spilled blood and fame. Tim was the favorite child and grew up with posh teddy bears and the latest game consoles as well as Turkish delights to plump in his little belly.
0: No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> Tom was hated by his father and often <clears throat> had to use hand-me-downs and eat with the servants, all despite being the eldest. Aww. Tom and Tim got on well, however, and Tom had a wild protective spirit over yeah origin. <laughs> and they grew into young lads. Then their father died. Whoa. The boy's mother was the stro- mother strongest. The boy's mother was destroyed. Tim, in, <laughs> in a flash of despair, mourning at the loss for a direction in life, saw that Tam, his long lost brother, had posted <laughs> his adventures of gallivanting across the old world on t- the ninth sitter. Tim got jealous, rounded up some buddies, uh, and the nine of them headed to the stables to sneak out in the middle of the night, mm. and they rode into the planes. Mm. His nanny, Tum, snuck up in the night and uh, with a cup of horlicks to check on Tim. Mm, no, no, no. Uh, saw he wasn't there, panicked, grabbed the nearby guards, split into two teams of 15, and ran into the planes. <laughs> 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 the, guard, the guards on the wall wanted some adventure, so they grabbed their free guns and also ran into the pew, planes. Pew, pew. Tom came up uh, in the night to play a game of 40k with Tim, saw he wasn't there, ran to the stables and grabbed his eight mates and rode in, out into the plain. Morning broke on the world and Tom and Tim's chefs, uh, chefs ro- rocked up at the castle, saw that they weren't there, grabbed their kitchen knives, ran down to the stables, taking a hobo with them, the p- champion, and rode in, out into the plains to try p- to provide sustenance. Tom and oh Tim's mentor, Tim, showed up, saw everyone was missing, rounded up eight of his buddies, uh, got the last nine horses from the stables, and rode out into the plains. <laughs> On the other side of the plains, Tim had stopped to take a photo of the foxes playing. Some, everybody caught up to him, they all agreed to venture together It uh, would be splendid as the castle was boring. Thus the ragtag collection of lads set off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, there was elements in that, but when I look at said person's master's list, I can see where he's coming from, but (laughs) okay, (laughs) fair enough.
1: So I think the funny thing about it is that you can clearly tell that he put like a lot. He started with a lot of effort, and then he was just kind of like he just kind of ran out of ideas eventually. So he like there's a lot of like one sentence, uh, you know, paragraphs coming up at the end.
0: Yeah, he he really wanted to set the background of Tom and Tim, I assume, which yeah. is his both his Dread Princes, and then, uh, and then really then kind of got bored and was like, ah shit, I need to explain each of the units in my army. So <laughs> the guards were two times 15 and then there was three sets of eight mates <laughs> on horses.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, couple, three guns from yeah, the walls, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but I do think that he, he deserves some kudos being able to like distill the purest form of cancer from the dreadnought book you know, into
0: a list. Yeah, and also write a fluff piece about yeah, exactly. it, fair enough, went to the effort, yeah. Got a, you to have to admire that, right? Yeah,
1: definitely, I mean, like, that's more than most people do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so, how did we end up in the tournament, do you know? I have no idea. Oh,
1: that's a good question, uh, I think I can find it, or I don't know if they have the, the final rankings, but I know that the winner was the uh, map CD guy, yeah. the in
0: Infernal Dwarves. Probably the best and then army. Uh,
1: Young Seward was uh, voted uh, or second most voted for uh, for like uh, people's choice.
0: How did how do you vote? Like I
1: yeah, it was kind of really obscure. S- but there's a see it. I think it was on the blog section of the website.
0: Okay, well, did we get I, any I, votes? I definitely
1: think that it. Uh, yeah, we did get some. Uh, ah,
0: thank I you. Someone you voted vote. for now, me. I think, Oh, I got four votes. Oh, you got 12 votes, Casmir. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I feel like we... Oh, I got the least uh, put us votes. together as that's one. A, unit. That's
0: bad. I got the worst. <laughs> ah. Need to sort my stuff out here. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I do think that they... they it's weird that they split, like, uh, you know, like us or... Uh, kev and matt for example because we provide the same thing right like it's a bit weird
0: oh yeah so yeah really really we got 16 votes together right <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but then but then suddenly we got beat by Math, uh, matt and kev so we can't have it that way either ah okay yeah then they would have got 17 and we ah they beat us by one
1: ah. yeah <laughs> okay but i think also like the fact that it, it's just easier when you're on youtube uh, to sell this kind of stuff because you can actually click on links whereas when you listen to podcasts you have to like go for a lot of efforts to find where the fuck this is so
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well it was a fun tournament what's your thoughts overall after playing the vermin for six games five games
1: oh yeah so I was t- say like I was saying before <laughs> before we recorded that uh, after this tournament with, with vermin swarm I was like ready to just say this, this book is just not For me uh like i I didn't take a a good list but i didn't feel like that it was like it was just there's like some very frustrating moments uh i guess uh, overall and i guess the book just just tends to have those more than other books that i play um but then uh, with the new update actually they changed some things that make me quite interested to, to give it another try so so it, it, if you asked me, you know, before the update, like uh, around Christmas, I would have probably said that I'm just like not gonna play Vermin Swarm anymore. But but now I'm uh, I'm infused again. Cool.
0: So maybe we'll see the Verm, the Vermin on the table again. But you're taking UD to the Celtic League, right?
1: Yeah, for the first month, gonna run uh, run a UD list. Some uh, some cool changes there as well.
0: Cool. Anything that you think stands out?
1: Yeah, I would say that the the big thing is that the the new crown of autocracy for all undead armies, the fact that you can have like another uh, inspiring presence bubble to make you march is really, really cool. Uh, so there's like tons of different ideas that you could do. I've seen people run putting it like on a monster character to make him march outside a bubble. I'm going to try putting it in like some fast light troop chariots. Uh, I've seen people put it in um, like a cataphract unit or something or... Even you put it like on a cataract unit and then you put monsters around that unit and suddenly you have like a little death squad that can march up the flank outside of the bubble, stuff like that, it's really cool.
0: Cool, so I think that should be a bit quite interesting way of playing the undead at least. Maybe I'll get the vampires out again at some point.
1: Yeah, maybe like uh, like I heard somebody I uh, was it I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but like you could take uh, with vampires a unit of reapers and then like just putting a necromancer or something on a horse with a crown behind
0: them and then suddenly you have you have autonomous reapers with little rays. I think they can march anyway.
1: Uh, not in vampires. I think that's uh, a yeah. UD. Uh, reapers can march.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's that should be that should be interesting. Anyway, um, I think for me, I'm gonna go back to high elves for this. Short term, just to get a bit of a break from dread elves and a stupid silver elf lists that just don't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. That, I guess that's a, in a retrospect, like a bad part of of the Swift F, is that like it's very difficult for to ev- for everybody
0: to write like an equally fluffy list. I guess some of those yeah, lists, some of those lists were not very fluffy. I must say
1: exactly that's what i mean so it's like it's very difficult to run this kind of a tournament i think because it's hard like it's really hard for people to like you know nerf themselves to the same degree which means that maybe r2 lists that were both kind of shitty uh, just ends up being like kind of like some games you just enter and then you realize you're not gonna win you know
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure how many games i was like that but i was thinking like at least the id matchup was not a good one um yeah. But anyway, yeah, prefer, so right? last thing, Casper, I'm gonna ask you: What's your New Year's twenty twenty two, resolution, ambition, hopes for the year oh, no. when it comes to oh, ninth age?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I haven't actually thought so much about it. Um,
0: Are you playing E T C?
1: Uh, that's unclear. So I'm kind of I'm a coach right now for Team Scotland. And uh, I'm, so I'm kind of, you know, like if somebody can't play, uh, I will step up, of course, but we'll see. Either way, I, I'll be going. And uh, if I'm playing, I'll, I'll be happy. But I'll be, like if I'm playing, I'm playing dwarves. And to be honest, I, then I will probably play something very similar to what I played before. Because I think that's, if you're going to C you should play, you know, play what you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so Agreed. to be honest, I don't, I, I feel like I'm not going to develop the dwarves so much this year. I'd like to... Like I don't know if I'm gonna make. I don't think I'm gonna make a new army this year. But I definitely like to like. I, I guess okay. So here's an ambition. I'm gonna try to compete for best painted at, at least one tournament in this year. Uh, so try to paint something neat, like really cool and new for what, some of the armies that I have, and then try to compete.
0: That's, so. That's your that's your goal for this year.
1: Yep. Cool. And, and that will, will never happen with dwarves, so no. it has to be
0: some of the other ones. No, not going to happen with dwarves. You have to be something really special with dwarves, I think, or some interesting models.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, basically, put some non-dwarf models into your dwarf army. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: <You know>? exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, um I don't really know. I haven't got that far. Like, m- like, uh, like, modeling-wise and stuff, I am going to start my new high elf army. I'm probably not going to finish it this year. Yeah, um, if you're going to
1: put a lot of effort into it, it's probably going to take yeah, a lot of Yeah, I think
0: bit, I it's a slow-growth thing, and I already have a high-elf army which I can play with, so I'm not in a rush. Uh, I would like to finish my dread-elf army this year. I'm pretty close to it, I think. I don't have too much, I mean, too many more units to, to build to put into it, the Samurais. Um, yeah, I'm nice. probably not going to finish my beast herds this year. I actually now have a legally pay, a legal list that I can play now. Um, maybe not with the points update, I don't know. But with the, with the old points, I had a legal list that I could play. Um, but they're on the back burner for now. Um, but yeah, I think Finisher Dread Elves, gaming wise, I would like to do better than I did last year at ETC. So would, how better did you than do? I did the I don't last. I think I got like 66 points Okay,
1: well, that's still pretty good.
0: Yeah, over six games. So I'd, I'd like to get a 12-point average, let's say, over six games. Yeah. So that's, what, 72? That's, yeah, that's what I would like. Um, and maybe podium in a tournament. Cool. That's my, my goal for this year.
1: Yeah, I think... Yeah, it would be. It would definitely be nice to to podium. I've been pretty close a couple of times with, with in the smaller tournaments with uh, with my dwarf list. But
0: yeah,
1: we'll see I, I don't. I'm not really that bothered about that kind of stuff. To be honest. Yeah, saying. I mean
0: it would be nice, but yeah. yeah. Uh, have you have you booked your tickets and stuff for Scottish champs yet? Uh,
1: no, so they're uh, like it. Uh, I've I probably will very soon, but I'm just waiting for. Uh, I think in a couple of days they're going to like announce uh, their new like Corona stuff. Uh, so we'll see how long that's like, you know, what what the terminal point of those restrictions will be.
0: Yeah, I just booked my flights today. Maybe that was stupid, but. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I to be honest,
1: I, I, I if I was betting, I would bet that we would be able to go. Like, yeah. That's my feeling. Yeah, at least. I think so. Because it's, well. it's in fucking March. It's, in, it's ages. Yeah. Future, yeah. Do
0: you know what army slash list you're going to take?
1: Uh, most probably dwarfs, but uh, I uh, since I'm customer, actually getting all you, my other stuff here. You
0: do better than that, customer. <laughs> it, it,
1: like the best part is that my dwarf list changed by five points, and it's like five points down on one thing and nothing else changed price in the entire list. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> when. <laughs> You've been doing quite well with it as well, so...
1: Yeah, thankfully. I mean, I, I, enjoy, I definitely enjoy it. Uh, to me, it's more that, like, I would like to play maybe, uh, like... I wouldn't mind playing UD or, or perhaps Vermin, depending on how uh, the update is. It's just that transporting that on an airplane is, is so much worse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The
1: dwarves are just just perfect for air travel.
0: Yeah, you can take them in, like, a shoebox.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: All right, so I think we will call it there. Um... If you guys have any thoughts on the Smith F Invitational, this will be our last episode on it. But we just want to say thank you to Pascal himself for organizing it. Thanks to yep. all our opponents, I think we all had really good games all around.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'd like as much as I wanted a Vermisworm, like the actual games were fun. Like I definitely enjoyed myself while I was playing. It's more afterwards, and you're like, oh, like why
0: did this happen? <laughs> you get you get that like dirty feeling.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, thanks very much, Kasimir, for coming on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can send us a mail to amatimedK at gmail.com. You can get me in the forum at Henry P. Miller.
1: And me at Casimir the Swede. Or you can also find us on Twitter at dk.